Welcome to the Epic Bones podcast. This is a sort of personal diary about how I'm currently manifesting ease, flow, and abundance with my art practice and up-leveling my character so that overall, I'm living the best version of myself. I'm hoping that by listening to this, we can kind of commiserate with each other on how hard it is to do this stuff and keep each other accountable as we actually create change in our lives. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to my very first episode. This is Epic Bones, and I want to tell you a little bit about who I am, uh, why I'm making this podcast, and I'm going to explain one of my drawings, uh, the open the door drawing. Uh, So in this podcast every week, I'm going to explain one of the drawings I've been doing with my drawing a day challenge on Instagram at epic underscore bones. If you want to check those out while you're listening to this. Um, So my name is Leanne and I grew up in Connecticut, a very rural town with cows and cornfields. And um, I have a artist mom so I hung out in her studio a lot and drew when I was a kid Um, so I had the dream to be an illustrator when I was little and I ended up going to RISD I worked really hard in school and then went on to work at a video game company and then I worked in an innovation consultancy Um, and then I had my first child and I needed to stop working because that was just not working out for me. So so I quit my job and I was now a stay-at-home mom with a seven-month-old daughter. And my work had always been my identity. I just, I wrapped my whole life around my success in school or my success at my job or how well I was doing with my art. And when I didn't have that, when I quit my job, all of a sudden I felt like empty. I just felt like I didn't know where I was in the world. And also becoming a mom for the first time, you also feel that. So it was just kind of double time. So anyway, long story short, I ended up getting really depressed. Um, I didn't know what to do with myself. It's kind of like when you retire, you know, you hear about people retiring, but if they don't have something to retire to, they feel really lost and depressed. And that's kind of what happened to me. I just, I didn't know what to do with myself and I was just miserable. So I started freelancing because my husband and I thought that was the answer. I was like, yeah, I'll just freelance as a motion designer And that gave me some semblance of happiness, but it wasn't really hitting the mark and I didn't realize it. And I ended up growing my freelance career for a couple years, three to four years, and I ended up actually making more money than I did at my, you know, nine to five consultancy job. So that was interesting. And I was like, yeah, I should be happy. I like... I make my own hours, I work remotely, you know, some weeks I don't work at all, I get to be home with my daughter, but I wasn't happy, and again, I was just at this point where it's like, what am I supposed to be doing? I don't know, (laughs) you know, what my purpose is, and I just felt like I was floating, Um, and then 
I kind of thought, well, hey, maybe I just need to get some new friends and because I was feeling very alone, very isolated as well. I didn't have a lot of friends who were stay-at-home moms like all the other friends I had who were moms were working and their kids were in daycare. So I needed new friends. So when uh, my husband and I moved towns, we moved to Arlington, Massachusetts, and um, I was like, okay, fresh start. I'm going to make some friends. I'm going to join all these clubs. I'm going to do this stuff. And I ended up joining uh, this thing that my friend Stephanie started called Moon Club. Shout out to Stephanie. Thank you for doing that. And Amy. Um, And I, for the first time, was immersed in something called a women's circle, which I had no idea that that was a thing. And I just fell in love with it. It was amazing. Um, We just went to this woman's house and there was maybe 10 to 15 women. We just sat in a circle. We did some breath work. I had also never heard of that. Uh, We did like a little meditation, which I had never done before. Um, And then we went around. There was like a theme for the session and we went around and each person got five minutes or so to just have the floor and talk about whatever was on their mind what they were struggling with and it was amazing it was amazing it was so simple but I just felt like one with all these women I'd never met before and I ended up going to that every month and through that I asked this girl, she was only there one time, I wish I knew her name, I asked her how to learn more about this stuff, this stuff meaning like what we were doing, this kind of woo thing in uh, in this moon club. I was like, well, it's now called The Collective if you want to look it up. And she mentioned this woman, Lacey Phillips. I was like, oh, okay, I'll look that up. And I ended up really resonating with her brand and like how she packages up the manifestation tools and how she explains it and stuff. Some people, you know, like Lacey is a little like controversial in some ways. Like there was some drama that happened apparently, which I don't really know the whole story. But anyway, regardless, that was the right thing for me to hear at that moment. And I ended up doing like all of her workshops. I did Unblocked Shadow, her inner child, her Unblocked Money. Um, And I I found out about all these limiting beliefs, another term that I'd never, never heard before, limiting belief. I didn't know what that was. Um, And I had this laundry list of things that I thought I couldn't do. It was stuff like, I can't start anything new while I'm trying to have my second baby. And if I do have a baby, I can't do my art. And, you know, all these I can't, I can't, I can't statements. And her thing is to find expanders to kind of like prove those limiting beliefs wrong. So I ended up finding all these expanders, um, I found this woman, Sari Shryak, uh, through a podcast, Create, the Create podcast, I think. Um, And she was talking about how she did a painting a day challenge when her son was two months old. And when I heard that, and I was like, okay, so if she did it, I can do it. 
and then you know all the pieces kind of started to fit, fit together as I found expanders to be like look this woman is doing the thing that you said you can't do and it kind of showed my mind like oh maybe I can do this so anyway I got really into manifestation and I made this whole list of all the stuff that I wanted and didn't want and I realized I didn't like freelance motion design and maybe I should switch to just illustration and that felt more right and um all this stuff happened (laughs) and then um and then I was having trouble conceiving my second child um and that's where the story kind of changes so uh, my husband and I were trying and trying for a year um I had multiple miscarriages it was super tragic and sad um and that was really hard for me to get through So I was looking at like, okay, what do I have to do to have this child? Like, what do I need to change in my life? And for the first time ever, I started to look into my spirituality a little bit, even though like manifesting is spiritual. Um, I kind of realized that spirituality is a bit of a trigger for me, which is so interesting. Um, When I hear people talk about their religion, I get like super triggered. Like I feel like an emotional and physical response. And um, it's totally because my dad, because he's like a hardcore atheist and hates on all sorts of religions. Um, So I know like why, why that happened. But anyway, um, so I have this thing and I heard, I think it was Gabby, everyone talks about Gabby Bernstein. I think it was Gabby Bernstein. And I listened to one of her YouTube things and she was talking about her story. I think it was Gabby, um, with conceiving and how she was like talking to God and all this stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so not into this, but there was something I needed to hear there and I realized like oh my gosh what is my hang-up with you know asking the universe or asking God or whatever you want to call it and then um I remember that I had heard Lacey Phillips say that she was sorry I was just checking to make sure this was still recording (laughs) um that she called her she was also trying to conceive she was saying the term spirit baby and I thought that was so interesting and she said that you can't manifest a baby and I was like okay but she said like you can kind of like call the spirit to you or something like that and um I remember this one day I after being like so sad about losing the second baby, um, I would just like close my eyes and I, and I was like talking to the spirit baby. And I said, what do I have to do to have you come through my body basically? And I heard, you know, I didn't like hear a voice. Okay. But I kind of like just got this message somehow that was like, you need to 
like go vegan you need to eat like super healthy and you need to quit all of your work like you need to not be working and I was like okay so I took that to heart and I was like okay I am now a vegan and I'm no longer working um I did I stopped taking all freelance work I completely shut down also during this time my husband was looking for a job so it was actually good for him because he had more time to look for a job but um anyway like six months later or something I ended up getting pregnant and um, I kept that diet like I kept that regimen of like clean eating uh, throughout my whole pregnancy and um, and yeah and now I have a baby and he's nine months old and he's super cute and he's sleeping right now and he's probably gonna wake up any second um, and anyway so now okay so now we're at like I have the baby and I'm figuring out what can I do artistically to feel my like purpose in life because that was on my list of like what do I want to manifest and um I realized I really wanted to be painting or doing something where I didn't have a client and I could just make a thing and then put it out into the world and then someone would buy it and so I started painting and I remember getting this big canvas and painting like a self-portrait and I totally hated it and I have a um a six-year-old daughter and I remember looking at it being like why did you paint over that she was so upset um but I was like I I didn't like it (laughs) you know I have to start over um And then we moved from Arlington to North Carolina because that was also on my list to move to a warmer climate where I could have more space to do my art and to just have these children to take care of. So we moved right before the pandemic, which is crazy. We had no idea that we were about to be shut in to our new home. Uh, We moved in January and then like three months later, the whole world stopped. So that was interesting. Um... But anyway, I started painting and actually my friend Ryan, shout out Ryan, she was the one that got me to pick up the painting again once I got to North Carolina. We met one time at a coffee shop. I'd never met this woman before ever. Um, We actually connected through the TBM community, the To Be Magnetic community, and we met and like totally clicked and had a great conversation and she said what would your magnetic self do because I was talking about my fear about like starting to paint and starting to make art and I remembered the doing those workshops and like imagining my magnetic self and I was like oh she wouldn't care she would just do what she wants you know and and it was after that conversation I think a week later I made my first painting it was radishes I made a painting of radishes I made it in like a half an hour. I was super proud of it. It just came out of me and I was like, oh my gosh, I can do this. It was on like loose canvas paper, like, you know, something you would throw away. And that was it. That's what got me started. The next painting I made, a, I made a grapefruit. I painted a grapefruit. I didn't like how it came out, but I was just proud that I made another painting. And then the third painting was... uh actually of my friend's 
crystal grids. She takes she makes these amazing crystal grids and takes pictures of them. Um her name is Tyler. She's amazing. Um and I I just there was something about these crystal grids where I painted one and I loved, you know, the like translucency of the crystals and like the shadows they were making and and all the the meanings behind the stones and everything and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to do this." So I ended up painting. So I'm pregnant during this time and um all through my pregnancy until like the very last day I made I just churned out all of these crystal grid paintings and I ended up like making some into prints and selling some of the originals and I made a website and I started to get super jazzed I was like yeah I'm like totally making this business um and my Instagram following is growing but there was like something didn't feel genuine about it um I think because you know, I love the crystals and what they mean and everything, but I'm not like a crystal person. I wanted to really be talking about the meaning behind the art I was doing. And in order for me to really talk about it, I would need to study crystals like hardcore. And I actually ended up getting all the, a couple books about crystals and started reading about it so that I could really like get into the meaning of the paintings. And it just wasn't feeling right. And it was around the time of um, the very end, July, it was, or no, it was June, the month I was, you know, I was supposed to give birth to my son in July, early July. And I was like, that's it. This is the last painting. And it's so funny because that painting was a crystal grid painting that stood for a transformation. <laughs> so it was just like so perfect. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is the last painting. So I finished it up actually like a couple months after my son was born. And that was the last one. And um, and I said, okay, I need to find something that I like doing that I can easily explain that will be quick to do that won't, you know, have me sitting here for hours painting these like super realistic time-consuming things and so I thought the answer was actually the microbiome because I was super into that because of you know my whole like health journey with like healing my body and stuff like that through food so I thought I was going to be making all these drawings I was like okay I'll make black and white drawings I'll draw it on the iPad with my you know like procreate and apple pencil and I'll make these like comics or like drawings about the microbiome because that's super interesting to me. I love researching it. I love reading about it. And I started and I made like maybe two about the microbiome. And it, and I said, okay, I'm just going to try and just make a hundred drawings. You know, if I make a hundred drawings, I am sure by the end of a hundred drawings, I'll have some idea of like what I'm supposed to do. So I just had that number in my head. And I think I'm in like the eighties right now of how many drawings I've done. Last time I checked, I was at 72 drawings. Um, and here I am like making a podcast about it and I have a website and, um, (laughs) you know, who would have thought? Uh, but anyway, 
I'm almost to 100, which is very exciting. I've been doing a drawing a day since January 17th of 2021. Um, and it's been really, really good for me. It, it, you know, I knew I needed something that would make me feel artistic and expressive and productive while I had my son because I ended up getting super depressed with my daughter and a lot of that was that just the monotony of like changing diapers and feeding and naps and you know all that stuff is just such a grind and for me if I didn't have something else that I was doing for myself artistically I just felt awful so I knew I needed that this time around and this was it this is this is it it's totally helping me through this first year with the baby stuff which is you know the hardest year um and so that's why I'm doing these drawings and it's slowly morphed into drawings about like positivity and self-worth and manifestation and mindfulness and like overcoming self-doubt because every day I'm just kind of like sitting down and saying okay what do I need to hear right now and then I'm like what do people need to hear right now and then I ended up just like getting this download if you will you know I know that's kind of like a buzzword now but I end up getting this like image that kind of like flashes through my head and I'm like oh that's it or I'll be like you know in the shower or on a walk and I'll get this idea and I just you know write it in the notes app on my phone for later um and these like little ideas come and I just draw them really quick you know black and white and they I just it just gives me so much joy to like express that because I feel like you know it's one thing to see a quote and you're like oh my gosh I totally resonate with that but when you see a drawing of it and when it's kind of like unpacked and broken down visually I'm such a visual learner and I I know there's so many visual learners out there I feel like it's it's just like clicks in a different way and it's been this kind of like daily reminder that like you know yes like I can do this I can I can build a business out of this I can create this art I can get in the flow with my creativity every day I can feel what it feels like to be an artist you know and and so these drawings have really become this kind of like daily motivation and I'm finding that other people are like yes you know thank you for drawing that that totally you know resonates with me or like I needed to hear that today and I just love that and I love feeling like okay this is helping me but it's also helping other people so right now I'm trying to figure out like how do I get these drawings out there Uh, right now I have art prints and journals but I'm thinking it's like where do we need these daily reminders um, in our lives, you know, so I'm thinking about other products that I can make as well. So let me know if you have any suggestions. Um, a a friend of mine, or actually my cousin, my, uh, husband's cousin, Devin, she suggested a calendar and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, one drawing a day, one of those like calendars you have on your desk. I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. But then I realized you need 365 drawings, which, you know, I don't have right now 
but it is a good idea and I might do that because I love that idea. Okay, so that's where I'm at. Um, I'm also, you know, I'm going to be going over the business stuff as I grow this business because that's kind of part of this manifestation for myself is, you know, how am I doing with actually making my art into something that can support myself and my family full time because that is the ultimate goal um and uh so I'll be like sharing my numbers and my marketing tips every month um I've been doing this class or this like program thing um called made to do this with Kathy Heller uh and it's been super intense it's a 12 month oh sorry 12 week program Um, I'm on week nine and, uh, I've been learning a bunch of stuff and I've, I will share like the highlights from, you know, what I learned from that class. Um, but as of now I have created my drawing a day challenge, which has me active on Instagram. My goal is to post a drawing a day and a story a day. So I post like a progress shot of like me drawing something with my son like climbing all over me which is like real life you know how I'm making this happen um and I'm gonna try and do more reels and lives that's my goal and um I have so far sold 22 or I've sold I've made I have 22 customers, so I've had like 22 orders since I opened my shop in February, so that's super exciting. So, so far I've made $715.40 since February, so like that's exciting, but it's also like a long way to go for me to actually be supporting myself through my art. Um, but you know, like honesty, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. Have I made any sales this month? No. Um, I barely made any last month. It was mostly like all that money was mostly when I launched my shop and a lot of it was friends and family, just kind of like that, like, Oh, I want to support you thing, which is like awesome. Um, but you know, the goal is to get like you know this art out to people who are like yes I need that you know I want that in my life that's what I want um and you know enough people to actually buy it um where am I at so now I'm going to explain um the drawing for the week I chose open the door um I'm hoping I can make cover art (laughs) with this episode because I don't know how you're gonna see this but it's the drawing that I use a lot as an example on my Instagram Well, you see like the black background and there's like a head and inside the person's head is it's like weird to explain this is a living room and like there's a person that's peeking out of the door and the door is like on the person's forehead and on the door it says fear and inside the person's mind it says comfort and safety and um outside of the mind in like the black ether it says alternate futures unknown um and I'm actually not looking at the drawing right now so it says one other thing (laughs) I can't remember um 
anyway, this drawing, the open the door drawing, was inspired by Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way, her book. It's like 25 years old. It's a classic if you're looking to kind of like unblock your creativity and you're also into spiritual like woo-woo stuff. This book is amazing. Um, and there's something she says, I think it's in the inner recovery chapter. I think there's a chapter on that. She says that she sees the mind as a room and inside that room is where we hold all of our usual thoughts about the world. And there's a door to that room and the door is open just like a tiny crack and Every time we see an idea float by that's like new or, you know, like a little out of our reach, we like slam the door shut because we're like, we're scared and we want to stay safe and we want to be comfortable. And because it's scary to go out into the unknown, it's scary to put ourselves out there and do things that we've never done before. And um, she says, when you do this inner recovery work, so when you are like, addressing your shadows and you're, you know, acknowledging your limiting beliefs and you're being that kind of like compassionate witness, like floating outside of yourself, watching, you know, yourself think these thoughts and realizing like, oh, that doesn't have to be my story. And you start to do that work. That's when we, like, if you see that, that thought float by the door you have the courage to kind of like nudge the door open just a little bit further and maybe let the idea in and maybe act on it. And so the idea is that, you know, the more inner recovery work that you do, the more and more you can just like keep that door open and keep it open to like any idea, any whim and to go out of your comfort zone, you know, like go out of that comfy little living room and put yourself out into that like dark unknown floating in space alternate futures are there for you kind of thing and see like see what happens because you just like you never know what will happen unless you do it. So that is what the open the door drawing is inspired by and it's one of my favorite drawings it's actually the drawing that I made where I saw it on my Instagram you know it's kind of in the earlier days of when I started this challenge and I was like oh my gosh this could actually be something you know like I I there's something about this drawing so that's the one that you know kind of started this whole thing with like opening up the shop with the prints and the you know, having the journals and stuff. So it's a special one that I hold dear to my heart. Um, so that is the podcast, everyone. Um, that's my first episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, if you would like to subscribe to this podcast by the time I have this out, I'm sure I will have figured out how to publish this. Um, And if you want to see more of my drawings, you can go to my Instagram at epic underscore bones. 
And if you want to subscribe to my newsletter where I share other stuff that is like behind the scenes and process stuff and like more deeper inspiration or like new prints coming out or like drawings that you missed or whatever, you can go to epicbones.com and down at the bottom of my website is like a newsletter subscription thing. So thank you so much for spending time with me. This is so fun. I think I'm going to really like this. (laughs) So I will talk to you next week. Thank you all. Bye.